Hey, welcome to the Red Pill Plus. That's right. We are changing from the Red Pill Sports Podcast to now Red Pill Plus, sports plus news done right. I'm your host, Donnie Copeland. I'm so thankful that you joined me. And uh, just wanted to go through a few headlines. We've got a, a new opening coming up, a uh, intro and outro and all that that we're going to be bringing you. But I just wanted to uh, get on here, touch base with you. Also go through a few headlines uh, that are uh, in the news uh, and in sports. Uh, of course, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think, is probably the top of the list on the sports side with the Achilles tear, uh, 75 seconds on the on the field and uh, out for the year. So uh, the Jets' terrible luck continues. Uh, but they end up winning the game after all uh, on Monday night uh, against uh, the Buffalo Bills. And so uh, I don't think the Bills are going to be the team they have been. Uh, and the Jets look pretty decent. So we'll see how Zach... Uh, Wilson does. Uh, but again, uh, we are now Red Pill Plus, Sports Plus News done right. And uh, looking forward to, um, I love sports, love talking about sports. Uh, but just, I see, I've seen a real uh, lack of coverage of news. You know, you can go on Twitter and find news. You can go on some uh, social sites. But, you know, Fox News is lost. They were lost as of 2020, when they called the uh, uh, the Arizona race uh, for Biden uh, early, and then from then on, it's I mean it's been going downhill, but uh, going way downhill since then. Haven't watched Fox News since 2020, and uh, so really that was probably the only place Drudge, you know, used to be a pretty reputable, a reliable conservative site. They were totally in the tank. Uh, for all the rhinos, the Uniparty, uh, they've totally uh, left uh, MAGA. Uh, and so uh, there's really, uh, you know, Daily Wire, Glenn Beck, uh, Doc Washburn, uh, who we are a part of the uh, Doc Washburn family. Uh, there's just so few places to find news nowadays. So I felt like that we needed to not only cover sports, but we need to also cover the news. So we're going to be doing that. We may even be on more than uh, once and twice uh, a uh, week. We've been just doing once a week because we're just doing sports only. But we'll probably do uh, a little bit of a little bit of sports and news. Uh, so I want to start off with um, the, and I'm ashamed to say it, but uh, I was not, I, I've kind of, Followed from a distance, the Ken Paxton trial, you know, Ken Paxton, the attorney general of Texas, was uh, the the uh, House of Representatives for Texas voted for uh, impeachment. So it was sent to now the Senate and they actually had the trial over in the Senate. And uh, I've been watching a lot, if not most of that trial, and it looks really, really good for Ken Paxton. Of course, you never know the political side of it. Here's some really crazy things uh, as as I follow this race, and I'm and I'm trying to get somebody on that can talk about it from Texas at length. I've been following a few guys uh, there, and they're they're pretty fascinating to follow. So um, we'll try to we'll try to get them on here and let you uh, perhaps let you 
you know, uh, if we can get them on, I'd love for you to hear them. So, um, but a couple of fascinating things. He had seven whistleblowers, and I'm using air quotes here for those uh, that can't see me. Well, that would be all of you because I'm not on Facebook tonight. But um, so these guys basically are all, you know, uh, anti-Trumpers. Paxton had allegedly been actually investigating the FBI for some really crooked stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, that's shocker right there, right? And so um, so they they claimed, you know, he was getting a guy by the name of Nate Paul was uh, paying for renovations at his house and that Ken Paxton was trying to intervene in some bankruptcy proceedings on the behalf of Nate Paul. Um, one thing that really added some, I think, fuel to their fire, the, 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 uh, the, those accusing Ken Paxton was in the midst of this some time ago, Ken Paxton had an affair with a lady and, uh, they actually called her to testify, but because of some rules they had set up, that was a 24 hour notice rule. Uh, they didn't, the prosecution did not get her, um, uh, in, under the wire in the 24 hour in the, in the, the, the case ended. So they were not able to use her testimony, but, uh, that was, I think, uh, respect or, or, or reputation wise, rather, I think she probably was, and still is the most damaging thing. But again, if you separate the morality from the, the legality, uh, I think it's pretty clear that he should be acquitted uh, and continue to be able to serve. But here is a fascinating part of this thing, and I encourage you to dig into it. You can go on YouTube, watch the replays of the live um, proceedings that are being held in the Senate chamber or were being held up to the day, and the defense actually uh, rested this afternoon. The House inadvertently uh, or the prosecution inadvertently rested yesterday afternoon. Didn't mean to, and you can go on there and see more about that. That was kind of a debacle for the for the pros prosecution, and they've not they've not been very impressive at all. Uh, the, the defense has been very very aggressive, very impressive. Um, but one thing that came out in this, and I didn't know any of this, so a lot of you will already know this, and so uh, forgive me. Uh, but that uh, Ken Paxton had ran against George P. Bush, and I believe that is, if I remember right, that is uh, Jeb Bush's son. Uh, I, I think I've got that right. Uh, that is uh, George P. Bush. That is, uh, that is uh, again, Jeb Bush's son, who is, I believe, what would most of your states would have as land commissioner, Commissioner of Lands, uh, and he ran against Ken Paxton, and he just got torched. He he got boat raced, and so. Um, but here's a fascinating thing: the seven co-defendants are whistleblowers that came against Ken Paxton. Said he was doing all kind of dirty stuff, and you know didn't was fit unfit to be in office. Uh, all seven of those guys were uh, re ha or have been represented for three years 
by a guy by the name of Johnny Sutton. Johnny Sutton is a uh, he is a partner in the in the John is Ashcroft and something there in multiple states, the Ashcroft Law Firm, which is former uh, U.S. Uh, Attorney General John Ashcroft under Bush. I mean, under yeah, maybe Bush. Um, and Johnny P. Sutton has been representing these seven uh, uh, whistleblowers free of charge for three years. No contract, no fees, nothing. It later came out that George P. Bush's office, the land commissioner or whatever they call it in Texas, had been paying. Now, this could be totally legitimate, but, but someone made the connection and I'll I'll correct it if if it is wrong, but uh, George P. Bush's office had paid Johnny Sutton over one hundred twenty five thousand uh, dollars in legal fees. Some are uh, are supposing this could be kind of an underhead payment to Johnny P. Sutton or John Johnny Sutton for um, representing these guys. And really the connection the attorneys have made without just being real implicit or explicit with it is that basically George P. Bush and the Bush family, Carl Rove, has got it in for Ken Paxton because he is a Trump. He's a Trumper. <clears throat> so it's a fascinating uh, trial again. We'll try to get somebody on. I'd like to go through the whole thing. Uh, there is a uh, M.Q. Quillen, I believe this is, if you look it up on Twitter, in, in Texas Scorecard, check it out, Texas Scorecard. There is a documentary, about a 37-minute, something like that, 35-minute documentary. I watched it the other evening, and it's about how liberal the Texas House of Representatives is. Despite Texas being overwhelmingly uh, conservative, it is a very, very liberal uh, house. Uh, reminds me somewhat of of Arkansas up until maybe the last year or so. Uh, so anyway, that, that I found that to be super fascinating. Also, um, I thought this was refreshing, uh, switching over to sports for a minute. You know, the Phoenix Suns have a new owner by the name of Matt Ishba. Matt uh, Ishba was former Michigan State player, played with, um, uh, let's see, Malik Cleaves and uh, – uh, I'm trying to think, a couple of the guys that you would uh, recognize. Uh, he he was more of a bench player, but went on to uh, took over his dad's mortgage company, made it into a just a uh, nationwide mortgage company. It's not the nationwide mortgage company, but it is a nationwide company, and um, and now he's a billionaire. So he bought the Phoenix Suns what year year and a half ago, and. Uh, so that uh, he just made, and he's he's really uh, interjecting a lot of energy and all into the Phoenix Suns. Uh, just announced that uh, the Phoenix Suns are removing all their games from cable by making the games free to watch on local channels. Roughly two million people, uh, an additional two million people, can watch the Suns games because they're going to be on like the you know local public stations. Uh, he, and he, in the statement, he said, we're not focusing on money. We're focusing on winning success and taking care of our fans. Uh, but now Ishbia has gone a step farther 
are further. Uh, the Suns are giving away free indoor TV antennas to any fans who don't already have a pay TV subscription. You just go to their website, fill out a form, and they will ship the antenna to your house. Pretty cool stuff. That That's uh, credit to Joe uh, Papaliano, at Joe Papaliano on X, if you'd like to check out that story. Uh, also in the news is, uh, and I think this is significant, is the story uh, that the Georgia judge has ruled that Trump and 16 co-defendants won't face uh, trial in October. You know, uh, the uh, crooked DA in Georgia was trying to rush that uh, that that case against Trump and the 16 co-defendants. Also, there's word that probably those co-defendants are going to be broken off. The reason that the prosecutors wanted to uh, prosecute all them together was whatever the worst one did, uh, even though a lot of them may not even know, none of, I don't think any of them did anything. But if like, let's say, for instance, somebody uh, said, hey, man, you know, break windows in the, you know, in the Capitol and they got it on tape or they got, they, they got it on an email, they literally, under the RICO statute, they literally, or conspiracy statute, rather, they could literally charge all 16 plus Trump with that crime. So that's why they were trying to uh, try them all together. So the judges not only denied uh, this speedy trial in October to try to totally disrupt the campaigning uh, of Trump, but also uh, it is believed that the judge is going to divide up uh, all these co-defendants, which should be done anyway. Uh, another thing to check out is Tucker Carlson interviewed um, uh, Javier Malia, I believe it is, former uh, soccer player, uh, goalie, and uh, is favored to be Argentina's next president. Uh, he's a libertarian, be the most conservative uh president that Argentina has had probably in, uh, well, in a hundred years. Uh, and because there's such a backlash because Argentina is such terrible shape economically and every other way. So check it out. Uh, Tucker Carlson uh, on X. Uh, it's a great interview uh, as well. Uh, also, some of you may be uh, very ardent listeners of Dr. Eric Berg. Uh, Dr. Eric Berg has been really popular on YouTube. I watch a lot of his stuff. Uh, he's a uh, Seventh-day Adventist. He does a lot of uh, natural healing type stuff uh, or what we call homeopathic or home remedy type treatment of stuff. So if you don't want to pump yourself full of drugs that does one thing for you and 10 things to you, Dr. Eric Berg is the go-to huge YouTube following and really, really listening, uh, easy to listen to and watch and just uh, just overall really uh, super, super informative. I couldn't tell you how many things that, you know, little aches and pains I've had and uh, I was able to identify by looking at one of his, you know, thousands of videos he has. Well, the reason I have him in the news tonight here at Red Pill Plus, the Red Pill Plus podcast, and uh, again, we are switching to from Red Pill Sports to Red Pill Plus Sports Plus News done right uh, is because YouTube now has decided to ban anything related to health that doesn't align with general 
uh, medicine practices. In other words, uh, if the you know World Health Organization or CDC doesn't approve it, it's not going to be. Um, it's not going to be. Uh, basically, they're banning free speech on YouTube. So um, he is transitioning to X. And because uh, he really didn't have a choice unless people just go to his website, which you certainly can do that. But the time is going to come when Google and the rest of them are going to shut these. Anybody that doesn't, you know, adhere and line up and, and do the goose step. But uh, check him out, Eric Berg. You can find him on X. Uh, and you may can still find some on YouTube. But from what my understanding, they're getting ready to shut him down as far as that goes. Um I think one of the bigger stories of the probably of the week is the knives are out for Joe Biden. I think that is probably if there's anything that is a story, uh, it's that story that that Joe Biden is done for. Uh, and the reason I say that he's done for is because now CNN is listing all of President Joe Biden's lies. And, and I say president with tongue-in-cheek, um, the Washington Post, you know, the New York Post, uh, the Times hadn't jumped on it quite yet, uh, Joe and Mika, Morning Joe, CNN, um, they're, they're all of a sudden now, in fact, you, you hear the other night CNN uh, saying that, you know, Trump was right about Biden and his corruption. So that tells me, uh, couple that with Hunter being indicted in Delaware for what uh, illegally obtained a gun as a felon, uh, maybe tax evasion, something else, uh, and, and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy asked this out today and said, you know, that it's a smokescreen, and I could not agree more. I think uh, Joe Biden or, or Hunter Biden has they've decided to let Hunter Biden be the sacrificial lamb without hurting him too much uh, and a distraction for Joe Biden. But I think you're going to see Joe Biden go uh, go away. Uh, I don't think Kamala Harris uh, is going to make the turn as uh, either. Uh, I think you'll see probably Michelle Obama and maybe, uh, you know, even though Gavin Newsom has said he's not running, um, you know, don't believe him. So, they know they have no chance with Joe Biden, so they've got to get him out and get somebody else in there. So uh, I think it'll probably be Michelle Obama uh, and uh, perhaps, you know, whomever. I don't know who else it is. But make no mistake about it, Kevin McCarthy deciding all of a sudden he wants to pursue impeachment uh, proceedings or at least hearings on Joe Biden the same week virtually that CNN, New York uh, Post, uh, Washington Post, New York Times, uh, these uh, MSNBC even, uh, ABC News has started uh, pulling the knives out for Joe Biden. That is not by uh, accident. Uh, you know, McCarthy has not done squat. Kevin McCarthy has not done squat relative to Joe Biden and his corruption until now. So... Uh, all that is, is in, in my opinion, is pure uh, smokescreen. So, um, and then uh, 
wrapping it up, I, I wasn't going to stay on here long tonight. Uh, it's actually super late here. It's 2.20 in the morning. I got a early uh, trip. I've got to head out on in the morning, but I wanted to get on here. Uh, first talk about uh, Red Pill Plus, that we are now Red Pill Plus instead of Red Pill Sports, and it's going to be Sports Plus News. We'll be doing kind of headlines. We'll maybe be doing them even two or three times a week where I get on here just like this. we got new uh, music, new intros coming out, uh, but we've got still our great uh, sponsors, and we have uh, Red River Auto, redriverauto.com, and mypillow.com, mypillow.com. Don't forget to use that promo code RED. Um, and so uh, I wanted to uh, just, I wanted to get on here. Uh, we didn't have the show Tuesday night. We we're trying to make all the changes. But I said, hey, you know what? We don't have the promos ready. We don't have everything ready. But I want to at least get on, at least put a podcast out there. And we may try over the weekend to hit the news, anything significant comes out. We may talk about the MP, the uh, what I believe will be the voting against the MP, actual removal of uh, Attorney General Paxton. Uh, so we'll we'll see. Uh, one side note uh, for you guys local here in Arkansas is that our governor and our state senate and house uh, tried to gut the FOIA. That's the Freedom of Information Act, which is one of the best Freedom of Information Act uh, uh, bills or laws in our union in the 50 states. And our overwhelmingly majority Republican uh, House and Senate try, and the governor tried to undermine that bill under the guise of uh, just putting the governor at danger. I'm not saying... There hasn't been death threats. There hadn't been danger. But I don't think transparency, uh, I think security and transparency are two different things. Uh, so those things were voted down. The Senate and the House uh, were uh, definitely uh, very upset that they were caught on the carpet, and uh, it backfired on them. So good for uh, people like uh, Conduit, uh, people like... Um, Scott Gray and uh, Reopen Arkansas, uh, you know, thank goodness for people like Conrad Reynolds uh, and different ones that spoke out uh, against this. I know there were a lot of others uh, that spoke out against it. So uh, we, we applaud them and th uh, want to thank them for uh, coming to our rescue there as the people of uh, Arkansas, which state that uh, we reside in. I, I wanted to wrap up tonight with a little, uh, I guess, uh, thought, if 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 you will. And I've been thinking a lot about because uh, I've really been looking real closely at. Uh, I think it's a foregone conclusion about who's going to be the nominee for the Republicans, and I believe will be the next president of the United States, which really should be right now, and that's Donald J. Trump. Uh, but I, I've been looking at vice presidents. Uh, because I think the nomination for president is wrapped up, uh, and 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 I think you know it, it looks pretty clear now that uh, Ron DeSantis just cannot get traction, and I know it just drives his all his ex uh, advocates. You know they get on X and just you know 
X away at trying to push him and just he just doesn't take hold. And and there's something I, I'm gonna call it the 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 Jack Elam uh, effect. And the Jack for some of you may not know who Jack Elam was the guy that played in the big guy played in the westerns. He had the eyes where one looked one way and the other one looked the other way. He was not attractive in you know or handsome in the very least. But he was a character actor his his entire career. He's passed on now, been been gone several years. But he was a crowd and audience favorite and very, very fondly remembered and thought of, uh, despite not being uh, someone who was, you know, uh, attractive or, or any of that. And, you know, a lot's been made of DeSantis. You know, he's shorter. He's kind of short and dumpy. He's he's not a, a real sharp, you know, looking guy aesthetically. And I'm not, not, not running him down. I'm just saying he just doesn't have that, you know, I mean, I, I can't stand Mitt Romney, who, by the way, uh, announced his retirement. Uh, but, man, Utah, if you if, if you elected Mitt Romney, I don't have any hope for you, uh, who you'll elect next. But it, it won't be, well, I can't really name many senators that are worth their salt, but I don't have a lot of hope there. Um, but, uh, you know, Mitt Romney is not likable and he's not popular. But he's a real sharp guy, a real debonair. I dare say even has a presidential look, but got nowhere. I mean, well, he did get the nomination, but, you know, just got hammered by Obama. Um, but he did get the nomination. Uh, then you have Ron DeSantis, who is a phenomenal governor, phenomenal, governed in Florida phenomenally. And is everything policy-wise that Trump uh, is if not more, and Trump's just wiping the floor with him. And I think there's something, and I, I tell young people this a lot, that in leadership there's, that there is a likability quotient. And, and it's not because somebody is rude or they are, you know, uh, do things to be unlikable. They just don't have a likability factor. And it's, it's, it's really, really strange. Uh, but you can have a guy like Jack Elam. Then you have, you know, L.A. and Hollywood be full of these really handsome guys and beautiful girls, and they, they can't get apart. Then you got somebody who may not be as good an actor, not look uh, outwardly nearly as good, but there's just this, there's a presence, there's a likability, there's a, you know, it's a, it's just a, almost an, an unqualified uh, uh, character or, or quality that, um, that that you just can't quite put your finger on. Uh, and and you look at, you know, President Trump, you know, at one time he's a really, you know, pretty handsome guy, but he's, you know, he's gotten bigger and he's older now and but he's just got this quality about him. He's, you know, he can be arrogant. He can be a blowhard, but people just like him. You know, they just believe him and they, you know, and stuff doesn't stick to him. And it, it's just, you know, Ronald Reagan was a lot that way. Ronald Reagan was a very handsome guy and very sharp, very smooth. Uh, but, but he had this, this likability 
about him. And just some people have it and some people don't. Uh, that's why you look across a, you know, the room at somebody and say, man, I don't like that guy. And you don't even know him. Then once you get done, you go, hey, he's a nice guy. It's just it's something about it. And I, I look at uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Vivek Ramaswamy is everything that you would want in a president. He, you know, he's got the look, he's got the experience, been unbelievably um, successful. Uh, and, uh, you know, but I, I think the biggest thing with DeSantis, it's, it's not even that likability quotient that I was talking about. I really believe DeSantis uh, really, really stepped in it when he chose to challenge Trump. Now, you could say uh, Ramaswamy challenged Trump, but the difference is Ramaswamy said he, 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 he and, and how he's threaded this needle, I'll never know. But I'm sitting here as an ardent Trump supporter saying, man, I like Ramaswamy. I like him a lot. I'm, I'm going to vote if, if, you know, I go in there and I vote him, I'll vote for Donald Trump just out of pure loyalty. And I think that is the key is that Ron DeSantis, right, wrong, or indifferent, got aligned with Paul Ryan, got aligned with Jeb Bush. You know, none of us can can help who supports us and helps us. But when he aligned with those people against President Trump, it was over for him. Uh, I think if he had been an outsider as governor and been totally outsider, not affiliated with any of these uh, rhinos, uh, then I think, you know, that, yeah, maybe. But Ramaswamy, the reason he doesn't get held to the same standard is he's not a part of the establishment. Uh, and uh, I, I think a Trump-Ramaswamy uh, ticket is is the ticket. I was speaking to, uh, our church has uh, a facility where we rent it out uh, probably seven days a week. And we have a lot of uh, Indians from India that that utilize it. And there's a lot of very successful businessmen. And there's probably, you know, somewhere between 100, uh, you know, 150 of those guys, maybe more than that. Uh, there was more than that at one time. And I was talking to them, and they, they said the exact same thing I did. They said, oh, we'll probably vote for Trump, but... Man, we're, we're hoping he picks Ramaswamy. And it wasn't even about Ramaswamy was Indian, even though that certainly didn't hurt. What they loved about Ramaswamy was his his policies, you know, his, his willingness to take the tough interview. But I, I do think that likability, and he's a very A-type personality. He's not a, you know, slap you on the back uh all shucks, you know, yuck it up guy, very intelligent, uh, very uh, linear thinking, very A-type uh, personality or, or intellectual, uh, but but has that, has that likability. Um, and so it would be fascinating uh, to, to see and to see how it, how it plays out. Um, you know, I, I think uh, Trump... Uh, if, if I were going to say there was one Achilles heel to Trump is his lack of uh, 
you know, the people he surrounds himself. And I've heard this and you, you've said this, I'm sure as well, or thought it, uh, his, his, his lack of choosing the right people. We just see it over and over and over again. And so that's why I think it's almost too good to be true that he would, uh, choose Vivek, but I, Vivek being from a bellwether state like Ohio, uh, being really attractive to millennials, uh, I, I think, and then just his policies. And I don't think not only has Ron DeSantis destroyed himself for 2024, I mean, it's not going to happen for him, period. He might as well save everybody's money, get out now. Uh, but I believe he's also destroyed his chances in 2028 and beyond because the Trump voters just feels like he stabbed him in the back, stabbed President Trump in the back. Now, why they don't feel the same way about Vivek Ramaswamy, I think it's because Vivek Ramaswamy gives President Trump his due and says, hey. And I think they know, even though Vivek is running, that they know that it's, um, it's he's really running for vice president. And, and if you talk to Vivek, that's not how he feels at all, and I, that's why the way he should feel. Uh, and, and I'll just tell you, uh, you know, I've talked to a lot of Trump voters, and I think they could vote for Vivek or for Donald Trump. Where I think Vivek could really, really help himself with Trump is, uh, and I think he's doing this to a degree, but I think if he, the more votes he can take away from Ron DeSantis, uh, not that Ron DeSantis is ever going to challenge President Trump. He's just not. Probably in primary, in a national poll, not even get close. But in Iowa, New Hampshire, not New Hampshire so much, but Iowa is a real friendly state to DeSantis. Fits, they're more, you know, right of center, but, um, you know, barely right of center. New Hampshire's, you know, left of center. Uh, more libertarian leaning. Uh, so I think if Ramaswamy can really pull a lot of vote away from DeSantis and, and give Trump overwhelming wins in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina, then I think, you know, I, I think the VP slot is his. So those are just some initial uh, thoughts. I'm so thankful that you joined us. Don't forget, uh, please support our Sponsors, uh, RedRiverAuto.com, RedRiverAuto.com. Uh, you can buy a new or used car just like you can on Carvana from Red River Auto. Go online. Make sure you tell them Red Pill Plus podcast uh, sent you. And then don't forget to get you some of those Giza Dream Sheets. Get some of those awesome slippers, uh, pillows, uh, all the great stuff they have at MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Use that promo code RED. And uh, to, to, to get even more savings, thank you for joining us. Thank you for supporting us. Tell somebody about the show. You can catch me at Donnie Copeland on X, also on Facebook at My Red Pill Sports. We're going to be changing everything over to Red Pill Plus, so be looking for that. We'll let you know about that. Uh, probably get on here uh, over the weekend, talk about Ken Paxton, the, when, if the Senate comes back in and votes on that. I think that's very important. Uh, uh, relative to not only Ken Paxson, obviously in Texas, but also to Trump as to President Trump as well. So hope you have a great weekend. If I don't get to talk to you again, and uh, we'll see you next week, Lord willing. 
Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Friday and a wonderful week, and we'll talk to you later. Take care now. Bye-bye.